Brian Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon here on a Canada Day Friday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, for the next couple of hours, talking sports with you. Thanks for tuning in uh, here this morning. BMW of Des Moines guest list. Uh, is as follows. At the bottom of the hour, we will talk with Tom Kakert from HawkeyeReport.com, Proctor, Big Ten, etc. Uh, with uh, Tom Kakert coming up at 10.30. 11.05, off to Vegas with Mike Palm from Circus Sports. And then our newest, our newest, oldest Cyclone guest, uh, Chris Williams, going to be with us here. I'm excited to announce that he's going to join us in all likelihood every week. And we're grateful to, to that, uh, those plans for coming together. So Chris Williams, very timely that he debuts with us here today at 11.25 and then uh, Claxton's Barbecue before we get into here. Lots going on. We start with Live Golf. Uh, no. Didn't watch it. Why would you? Come on, not a nanosecond. I was, I was trying to be funny. Um, no, I mean, look at Trent. What a what a what a six hour. We signed off at twelve yesterday. Uh-huh. I don't even get the Ankeny, and 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 things are blowing up. And with rumors at the time, um, unsubstantiated. But when uh, John Wilner, right mm-hmm. from the um, Mercury News, who is trying to describe him who would he be paul feinbaum without the television show yep as far as you know the sec the one media member that first pops into your head when you're talking about a conference and when you're talking about the pac-12 john wilner is the guy and when he put it out there obviously it was either usc or ucla that planted that seed with him and by six o'clock last night or roughly six hours later it was a done deal how they kept this a secret as long as they did is in this day and age is uh, remarkable. But the secret aside, what an amazing story and college sports, a seismic shift yesterday. The two heavy heads going up against each other, the SEC, they hit the first blow here as of late with Oklahoma and Texas and said, Kevin right, Warren counters. This is what I got up my sleeve. You take two. Good teams that are connected to your conference. We're going coast to coast. It's unbelievable. We're going coast to coast here, and we're going to go from sunup to sundown. We're going to have college football Saturdays, and we're going to have it with a very, very big brand in USC. And Yeah, this isn't grabbing Tucson and Corvallis. No, no, no. This is grabbing Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Do they care? Doesn't matter. Do they care in New York about Rutgers? No, doesn't matter. They, they are coast to coast. And USC obviously is a national program. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are knocking it out of the park by doing this. And look at the recruiting classes they've got coming in, too. USC is about to... Hmm. Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Oh, was he leaving because he was scared of the SEC? Yeah, come on. Yeah. Ridiculous. No, he got paid. <laughs> yes. He took money. <laughs> right. And he's going to be there. And this is just an incredible moment, certainly for the Big Ten and for college athletics. As you said, this is a seismic shift in what we know about college athletics, what it is and what it's going to be. And one thing that people are, oh boy, man, think of those flights. Well, you think they're hopping in their cars nice. or taking a bus trip from LA up to right. Corvallis? Come on. They going out to Salt Lake City on a bus? No. Mm-hmm. They're flying anywhere. Right. The, the now, plane a, ride's an extra hour. Right. Two and a half hours versus four. Mm-hmm. They'll be all right. And it's certainly for the football and the men's basketball. And with the money that they're going to have, most every program, they're going to charter. They're going to charter right. to right. these. Look, the Olympic sports now 
don't have to get in a minivan. They're going to get on a plane. You and I basketball charters too many of their plays. You and I basketball. You know mm-hmm. how the financial troubles yeah. a program like that, right. and they charter too many of their road trips. So what? USC Volleyball is not going to be able to do that? Of course Come they on. are. Of course they are. Yeah. Financially, absolutely, this is not a big deal. And like you said, it's an extra hour, hour and a half. Mm. Yeah, it's studies to do. You do it. Or you get on your phone, you watch a movie, and you're home. Yeah, I do get a kick out of all oh, the, uh, the extra missed class. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I know you have to put that in any sentence if you're an administrator. Sure. But come on, you don't mean that. Your nose is growing. That comes out of your mouth. Trent, it is, um, I mean, I want to fast forward. Mm-hmm. I do and I don't to see how it all shakes out. There's, I don't think there's any way in hell. I mean, the number crunchers at the ACC schools have already figured out you know what? Yeah, 2036 is a long way away, but it'll only will be will be out of this debt for the grant of rights penalty we have to pay within three years, if indeed they do jump. Mm-hmm. Like Clemson, it will give Clemson more money to stay. Clemson doesn't want to stay in your conference. If Clemson's got an opportunity to go to the SEC, they are going to. There's so many tentacles to this story. What happens to the Rose Bowl? I mean, it's one domino after another. Um, look, it was big when Texas and Oklahoma left. Yes. This is bigger. I completely agree with you. And it's so funny. Two parts of it. First of all, the Rose Bowl, which for years, Delaney and company, we have to preserve mm-hmm. the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl is the most important. Mm-hmm. And now we're learning. Well, it's not that important. No, and that committee, the committee members of which most of them, my guess is they've never had a day of fun in their whole life. Yeah. I mean, that's their whole lives of being on this committee. It's It's gone. But you know what? That's okay because it, it it throws wrinkles into the college football playoff, mm-hmm. and and now it'll just become a part of it like like they all will. Uh, a Big Ten championship played out there. Yeah. A Big Ten school getting to go and play in the Coliseum or the Rose Bowl in October, whatever whatever month. Did you ever go to like an Iowa game when they played at Arizona State? No, back in the early two thousands, no, I never did. That environment was incredible. I also went to the Arizona game when they played the Wildcats mm-hmm. in those two games and. Arizona State game, there had to be 15,000 Iowa fans. It was awful. Right. I mean, the game was terrible. Right. It was delayed by lightning, but there was were. Was it the ton. Sun Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were. Not, was it, the, it called the Sun Bowl? What Sun Devil Stadium. Sun Devil Stadium, yeah. right, yeah. The, I mean, 15, 20,000. There were 10, 12, 15,000 mm-hmm. at and the Arizona game. That's a big game. stadium. And these kind of things, Iowa fans are going to travel. Now think, we're going for a regular season game at the Coliseum. Yeah. We're going to the Rose Bowl. Uh, yeah, right. For a regular season game in late October. What are you going to do? Well, I was going to go to Champagne this year. Right. Uh, <laughs> I think we got this one figured out for this season and everybody across the Big Ten landscape. Mm-hmm. And when you get to do that, and, and maybe it is only every four or five years, but when that opportunity presents Precisely. itself, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're absolutely going to do that. And the Alliance, which you've made a lot of fun of. Right. They're not going to poach each other's schools, Trent. That was part. That was a tentacle of this agree- handshake agreement. We won't poach each other's schools. And Jim Phillips, the ACC commissioner, a guy that is well-respected, he said, and he was asked by Bruce Feldman, was the one that asked the question, asked him, well, you don't have any paperwork. Right. We looked each other in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> this is days after uh-huh. Texas and Oklahoma leave. You come up with this alliance, and now you're saying, we looked each other in the eyes. Yep. What was sincerity idi- there. The idiotic statement of that. I, I mean, come on. I you know. just, you have to be Is better. this all Fox? Was Fox, did Fox start the ball rolling on this? Did they get to, because here's another thing. Remember Doc's been telling us when he joins us, because Scott Dockerman at The Athletic, he covers the Hawks, covers the Big Ten, but he's also kind of their TV guy, yes, right? absolutely. TV rights guy and scheduling guy. 
they lean on him when there's an article to be written along those lines. He told us that well, May, and it's mid-June, and we're asking, well, and I don't know what's going on. They said that we'd be... Now we know. Now it is, yes. Very easy to connect these dots of why this was strung out. Speaking of that, yesterday there's a report that Apple, who yeah, right. basically was kind of out of the running for Big Ten rights, said, whoa, 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 hey, hey, yeah. hey, uh, we'd like to talk to you. Hey, guys, over here. Uh, we'd like to talk to you again. We might be able to up our offer just a little bit more mm. to get probably even the tier three rights for Big Ten games. They just want to get a piece of the pie, and that's where everybody is. So these negotiation, negotiations are going to continue. And uh, I heard last night, possibility this thing drags maybe even to September. September yeah. yeah, heard the same thing. Labor Day is now probably the goal to get something along those lines done. So um, let's localize it. What does this mean for Iowa State? What does this mean for the Big 12? I don't think it's necessarily gloom and doom. And here's why. I think, obviously, I mean, how about this first day on the job for Yarmark, right? Yeah. Doesn't even know where the lunchroom is. Hey, where do I take a piss? Right. <laughs> Never mind hey, that. Yeah, you don't, we don't college, got time for college you College athletics <laughs> just blew up. Right. Sorry, you don't have time for that. Get a bucket. It, it's sitting in your office. It's incredible. Just amazing. I think it was Klyavkov's one-year anniversary. No, it was Larry Scott's last day officially was yesterday, too. I mean, all of these things just coming together like this. So what does this mean for Iowa State? In the interim. I think it's good. Potentially. Potentially. Look, we don't know if it's going to be 224s, 320s. Are, are the, is the Big Ten going to stay with where they're at now? Do they really want Oregon and Washington? They've put them off at least for now. Can the ACC schools get out of their grant of rights? What happens to Notre Dame? So for now, Iowa State, what happens? For now, let's say there's no other moving parts, at least in the interim. As far as the SEC and the Big Ten. Right. Okay. Because those are ultimately the two conferences that matter. Right. Do we agree without UCLA and USC, the Pac-12 is on life support? Because whatever they were getting, Mm -hmm. they're not getting it anymore with LA's TV market out of the the equation. Their last contract was 12 years, $3 billion. That's what they got overall with that last contract. They were getting $34 million a year, apparently. Big Ten schools, $54 million. So 34 with the LA schools. Mm -hmm. Now what? Now what? So you're looking around. What makes more sense? What makes more sense financially is the remaining members of the Pac-12. The 10 of them. Coming back together like we saw the remaining eight in the Big 12. So you think the the Pac-12 gets aggressive to fill those chairs? They have. I mean, that's that's what you have to do. Now, well, you hope you can hold them together for starters. Because if you're if you're the Arizona school, I mean, all the ads are on the phone right yes, now trying to yes. find a landing spot. It's everybody for themselves at this point. The difference between the two sides is financially, the Big Twelve. It made a ton of sense for them to stay together. Either they had to stay together and not dissolve to get the money if Texas, Oklahoma left. You don't have that. Mm-hmm. There is no bio coming from USC and UCLA because 2024, they are free to right. move everywhere. Right. And as you said, they had to do it by yesterday yep. as they did. So that is a big difference between these two. This is a conversation that needs to go to TV executives. What is more financially viable? The remaining teams, as it's currently constructed in the Pac-12 and adding Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. So you think Kansas, the Big 12 about to get poached? Well, that's not what I think. That's the question that needs to be answered by a TV executive. Or is it financially viable for the Big 12, what they have now, to go out and get four? The Arizona schools and mm-hmm. whatever else. 
I don't have the answer to that. Arizona brings in Phoenix, pretty big market. Number 11 market in the country, yeah. big market, and you're bringing in two. You're bringing in Arizona and Arizona State, mm-hmm. I think, if it plays out mm-hmm. in that fashion. Do you do that along with Stanford and Cal? Does Stanford have anyone to go to Lubbock, Texas, and Manhattan, yeah. Kansas, and Ames, Iowa? Stanford. Right. Or are they going off and doing their own thing? So for the Big 12, just the way that I see it, the Big 12, that's the question that needs to be answered first. From a TV executive, what makes more sense? The Pac-12 you to be tell the us is what you're saying. Yes, or the yeah. Big 12 to go out and do that. I don't know the answer to that, mm-hmm. but that is ultimately going to decide the way that this goes. If the Pac-12 is the one, uh, the Big 12, excuse me, is the one that they say, yes, we want you to go out and get four more, is it the... Arizona schools. Utah and Colorado. Utah, Colorado. Yeah. Pretty good. Not bad at all. Pretty good. Yeah. And, and definitely a strong BYU's number. BYU's got a, 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 a local rival, if you will. Travel partner for, right. you go out there, you play Wednesday mm-hmm. night at BYU, you play Saturday night against Utah, mm-hmm. boom, got that knocked out. Colorado's back in the you know familiar mm-hmm. stomping grounds again. Iowa State needs a rival. Right. I mean, they tried to force Colorado-Nebraska rivalry to come together. Didn't work. Not saying that that would be it, but... And that would likely be Iowa's... Iowa State's travel partner would uh-huh. be Colorado. I think, it, I think that makes the most sense. Arizona So schools. now they've got, they would have the Pacific time zone, mm-hmm. the mountain time zone, the central time zone, and they got them all. They got them all. They're coast to coast. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's really good. And I, that's why, if I had to take a guess, I think that's why the Big 12 is more viable to go so, out and poach as opposed to the Pac-12 going the other way. At, 10, at, at a quarter after 10 here on Friday... Is Iowa State in a better place than they were 24 hours ago? I think you make the case. As it's currently constructed. Unless they go bananas and everything blows up and it's it's um, the SEC Super Conference and the Big Ten Super Conference and they expand to what? 20, 24. If they expand to 20, I think, I think they'll, they'll be... Um, like they're not going to be on par with the other two. Mm-hmm. Um with the Kevin Warren League and the Greg Sankey League. <laughs> right. But they would be close if they go to 24. Still not financially close, though. No, I mean, they're never going to be 100 million. Right. But maybe there's 60 or 50 or what the Big Ten is pulling in now. Right. And that would, that would, that would make their boat float higher. Mm-hmm. Certainly the Pac 12, we know they're getting 34 million right now. Sure. Um, there's a path. I think it's better today than it was yesterday with this move. As long as the current structure, as of long as they don't football. go bananas and go to twenty four, two two super conferences, twenty four in each, because then maybe, like Washington State's clobbered. Yes, <laughs> Oregon State is drilled. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are two that are in big, big trouble. Oh, massive you look trouble! I think the end game, and I said this last July, August, when Texas and Oklahoma left, is the end game is going to be two super conferences. Two. It's not four that everybody was always clamoring for. I always thought the ultimate end game. Yeah, the clamoring was, was four sixteens, right? Four sixteens, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be two. It's going to be the SEC backed by ESPN ABC. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the Big Fox 10. with the Big Ten. It is going to be two twenty-four team conferences set up in a division structure. And the playoffs that you think about. Think of the think of the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's the AFC. Yep. And the NFC. And the champions finally, they work their way through their playoff and they get together. And that's, you have a Super Bowl. So the college football uh-huh. Super Bowl will be the champion of the tournament, the bracket, however you structure the TV rights? Does it, does it go back and forth? Well, Fox has the Big Ten during the regular season of their postseason. Mm-hmm. 
CBS, or ESPN, excuse me, ABC, mm-hmm. as the SEC, and then they alternate for the college football Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl would either be on ABC or Fox. Yep, and that's how you go back and uh-huh. forth. That ultimately, you talk about a financial package, oh, and you Jesus. play it out in that fashion. Not only do you have the playoff games, so you got the winners of your divisions. you got one division that has... The teams in the West Coast. Yeah, I agree with you, Trent. I don't see there's any way you can get away from having divisions if there's this many teams. Absolutely not. You, you have to. You have to. Divisions have to be part of the equation. If you go to a mega super conference of 24, mm-hmm. that's how it is. So this is how I broke it down. If uh, if you want to take a peek at it here, West Coast, of course, USC, UCLA. Did you send me this? Hang on, let me get it in front. I of did. Here. Yes, this is the new Big 12. This is the end game, and I think this is still maybe 2035. We're talking about. But I think this is the ultimate end game that we're talking about. In the interim, Iowa State Big 12 is okay. Mm-hmm. But the end game is this 24 teams. You have a bracket, one versus four, two versus three, whatever it is. Maybe even it's more teams. But regardless, for simplicity, we'll just make it this USC, UCLA, Cal State. So this Stanford. is the Fox division. <laughs> right. Right? Oregon and Washington. Those yep. schools, both. I mean, the ath- Fox Conference. Athletically yep. and geographically. Makes sense together yeah. and academically for the eggheads out there. Okay. Your East Coast division of the new Big Ten Super Conference, 10, 12 years down the line. Rutgers, Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, Penn State, Georgia Tech. The Mideast, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Purdue, Illinois. Oh, Notre Indiana, Dame's Georgia. joined, have they? Okay. Oh, they have to. Yeah, I agree. Because they're not going to play for a championship yeah, if you're, you're not in this. And you know what else you should do? I mean, the Big Ten, I think, has a hammer right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to play us? Yeah. Join us. Right. If not, you're out. Because non-conference games maybe won't even fall by the wayside. Well, if, you're, if you're having a playoff, mm-hmm. there's not going to be many non-conference games. You know what that means. I don't even want to think about that. And the North Division. Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan State. So the winner of each of those divisions, the one plays the four, the two plays the three. Championship, think of the money for that. Do I get my Tuesday night TV show that, that, that does the seating No, nobody one? gives a crap about that stupid thing. Okay. <laughs> SEC. Yep. The Southeast. Florida, Florida State, Miami. Georgia, South Carolina, Clemson. Ooh, that's salty. The North. LSU, Arkansas, Tennessee, Louisville, Kentucky, Missouri. I want to be in the North. <laughs> the South. Alabama, Auburn, Mississippi, Mississippi State, NC State, and Vanderbilt. The luckiest school in the world. And the West of the 24-team SEC Super Conference, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, Texas A&M, Arizona, Arizona State. So that's... That's the end game. That's your end game. 10, 12... Okay, who's the, who are the... In, in your scenario, mm-hmm. and a lot of things obviously have to happen for this to come, to get, to come together. I like, the, I like where we were five minutes ago and it was good for Iowa State. Because I didn't hear their name. What have you? So who are the leftovers? You want, I don't want. Not, don't call them that. That's that's unfair. The six from the ACC: Boston College, Pitt, Syracuse, Vatech, Duke, Wake Forest, mm-hmm. Pac-12, Washington State, Oregon State, Utah, Colorado, and the Big Twelve. Everybody except for what Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Yeah, and yeah, that would be basically it. Well, where do you have Kansas? Yeah, well, there's this other idea that I've heard floated out. Stanford's not going to join the Big 12. I, I just No, I don't think so either. And Notre Dame, in the interim, again. Stanford before, cares about swimming. Oh, they, you know what? They care about football. They, they but care they about everything. Go, yeah, they don't, they don't show up to watch them. But. Right. They just care about the whole profile mm-hmm. of athletics and the athletic department and, of course, academics. Is if you have a separate, again, in the interim, before the super conference comes to fruition, 
where Stanford says, look, we're not going to Lubbock. We're, the academic profiles do not match up here. Let's call Duke. Let's call Notre Dame. Let's call Boston College. Let's call Georgia Tech, even Kansas, mm-hmm. AU, athletic uh, institution. We call those and kind of form our own, if you will. Good basketball league, decent football. Mm-hmm. It's more than just football, football, football only. We're looking for a broad, broad profile. Now, other schools that would make sense there if you're trying to make it more of a national brand. Georgia Tech, Tulane, Cal. But you had, you had Georgia Tech in the SEC. It did, but I, I'm just saying in, in, the, in the interim. Of that. Yeah, in the interim. Well, the Big 12 is still fine, and they're mm-hmm. going to be fine for 10, 12 years. And do they have Utah and Colorado and Arizona and Arizona sure. State? Okay. Sure. Yeah. In the interim, they're okay. That would, I, I, that would be really good, by the way. Absolutely. That would be really good. That would be great. Not $100 million really good, but maybe 55 60 That's the hope for the Big 12. The ultimate mm-hmm. hope is that this is not what happens, that we don't go mega super conference mm-hmm. because most, right away. most of the Big 12 is not going to be invited. Uh-huh. The remaining ACC teams we talked about not invited. Oregon State, Washington State, sorry. Yep. Yep. You're not getting a call. Nope. You want this to stay together. Here's another crazy nugget to this. Remember who was dragging their feet about the 12-team playoff? Yeah, the Alliance. ACC. Well, they, they did. The and ACC they... was at the forefront of this. Okay. Yeah. And now? But, but also the Big Ten was with them. Kevin Warren was with them. Was he? Yeah, I think he was. I think it was the Alliance. I think that was part of their mandate was the SEC wanted it right away. But what, S- were, what were the demands of Jim, Jim, or, uh, Kevin Phillips? Kevin Warren? Or Kevin Warren. Uh, he didn't want to poach schools. That was part of it. The only thing I remember is Jim Phillips saying, we need to look more at this. That was, he was the one that I continue to see more than anything, more mm-hmm. than Klayakoff, more than Warren, was Jim Phillips of the AC saying, we need to look at this more. And now you could be dead at conference walking mm-hmm. just because you wouldn't put together this 12-team conference. Klayakoff wouldn't take Bullsby's call last year. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Bullsby called him. And now it's blown up. And now it's the shoes on the other foot. At least it's not trying to get a hold of Bulls because there's somebody new there. I mean, what a what an incredible six hours! Yeah, what a, it's just amazing the um, the the change. The, and, and when's it going to happen again? I kind of want to fast forward and get to the end and see how this all shakes out. I think Iowa State's good. I do. Maybe that's wishful thinking, and I am. I do want that to happen. But if they go to 16, if they've got to get aggressive, right? They've got to be the ones, instead of sitting back, and I, and I, I want to believe that this is indeed happening, that they're the ones that are now jumping on the phone and, and trying to you know, take a pulse and see if there is an opportunity there. Because Arizona and Arizona State and Colorado and Utah, I, th- I think the Pac-12 schools right now are they're all for themselves. Right? Your hope is right now the structure stays the same and you get a 12 team playoff and you'll have a seat yeah. at the table yeah. when you and do And super this. conferences are way down the line. Way down the line. Way down the line. Mm-hmm. You don't even worry about that in the interim. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, this is a way down the line. It's the end game. I think it's how it ultimately ends up. Mm-hmm. But we're talking a decade plus before that happens. In the interim, oh, baby. A, a 16 team Big 12 would be great. With those four additions. That's a great conference. That's a huge conference. We got Houston big market. It's not even just about yeah getting a seat at the table. That's a multi, in a twelve team playoff. 
multiple teams mm-hmm. get in out of that league. And you've got coast-to-coast TV rights. Yes. Let's take a couple of calls on this. Tom Caker coming up. Uh, Brian is up first. Brian, thanks for being patient. Um, chime in. Fire away. Well, I, I, good morning, guys. Uh, I just, with the, with the Big 12, I, I agree. I think they're in a better position to get some teams. I don't think, I agree with you that I don't think Stanford would, would join the Big 12, but I don't hear anybody saying, why wouldn't the Big 12, if they were going to try to get some teams, why wouldn't they get Oregon? Mm-hmm. Try to go after well, Oregon. I mean, that's yeah. a huge brand. Yeah, I think they're going to ultimately, I agree with you, Brian. Uh, and the reason I didn't bring them up is I think they're probably. I know that Kevin Warren says right now we're good. Right, right. But I think ultimately Oregon and Washington. Brian, I appreciate the call. Thank you for listening. I think that ultimately. They're Big Ten schools. They're Big Ten schools. Yeah. Because I, I'm convinced the Pac-12 is going to implode. Yeah. Uh, without Los Angeles. Look, you're getting $34 million a year based on your big cash cow television market. Mm-hmm. L.A., they're gone. They're gone. So is that 34? I mean, who knows what it is? So I think Oregon's got to look. I know that, yeah, Eugene, Oregon, eh, Nike, <laughs> right? And Portland's a hop, skip, and yeah, jump away. True. Um, and, and then Washington, I mean, they're kind and, of a... And Oregon's a national brand. They are. So is Washington. Yeah. And that's why I think they will end up in the Big Ten. And if those two join the two L.A. schools, it's everybody for themselves. But if it really is the Big Ten pumping the brakes, I mean, those conversations... Kevin Warren said that yesterday. Then... I mean, there's been a bunch of stuff out there, but if it is, they're hitting the brakes just like the SEC did at 16. Mm-hmm. And for the now, then yes, absolutely. Oregon, Washington, got to be at the top of the list. Now, do they have enough pull to keep the Big 12 or the Pac 12, excuse me, together? And then they invite? I don't think they have that kind well, of Well, I think if you're Arizona and Arizona State, aren't you kind of anticipating that once yeah, everybody's together singing Kumbaya now, mm-hmm. but as soon as, you know, this meeting breaks up, um, Oregon, Washington might get a phone call from Kevin Warren, and they're going to leave us. All right, uh, Jim. Uh, welcome to the program, Jim. Crazy afternoon. I'm guessing Keith Jackson would have said, "Whoa, Nelly!" <laughs> yes, indeed, he would have. Um, maybe you guys have talked about this, but I know a. Co- I don't know him, but I think of a coach in Eastern Iowa that does not like going to the West that's Coast. True. So, yeah, I'm not true. sure how this is going to impact Coach Ferentz, but I could see him going. I'm almost 70 years old. I don't have to go to Los Angeles if I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. So, just my thought. Yeah, Jim, thanks for the call. No, he's uh, he's against it. He hates those Arizona games. Well, they haven't gone very well. Uh, no, that's true. I mean, if they would have won, maybe we would have a different opinion of them. Oh, my God. What a day. What a crazy, crazy day. I had so much fun with it, too. Did you? Oh, I just, I love yeah. this stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I love the way, I love thinking about it. I, I love the way that it just all these different scenarios that pop into your mind and what it can be and what can it look like. And I think it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great for certainly conversation. You know what, what else was great for trend was good for your health yesterday because your, your team's bullpen blew another oh, game. Oh God. <laughs> and I, I just worried it for a few moments. Again, I was listening as I was driving around yesterday. At and, least it was a different a pitcher that blew the game this week. Yeah. It was not Pagan. It yeah. was Tyler Thornburg. Oh, my God. Got him off the scrap heap. And guess what? He sucks, just like the rest of them. Unbelievable. We'll take a timeout, come back. We'll get Tom Kickert's uh, take on all of this. Oh, by the way, Caden Proctor, five-star. He's hawk. Yeah. Wouldn't start the show with that instead. Jeez. 27 minutes in. Miller and Conda, we do, before I get to break, have to do another $1,000 home run. You can go to KXNO.com. Once you get there, enter the keyword, kind of fitting, pay at kxno.com. Pay at kxno.com. Tom Caker, Mike Palm from Circus Sports, and Chris Williams from Cyclone Fanatic will join us at 1125. Miller and Condon on a Friday. It's Des Moines Sports Station. All right.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, 10.35 on a Friday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, uh, until noon. Uh, let's get Tom Cakert in here, HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, Tom, Trent, and Ken, uh, we'll get to all the um, uh, the implosion of, co- of college f- uh, sports as we know it in a second. We would have started most days with uh, with Iowa siding Caden Proctor, which is a huge get. Tom, there was a local, I think it was Scott Reister and company at, at uh, KCCI who uh, went to where he's training in Grimes and, and asked him about the uh, the money that w- other schools were willing to pay him uh to, to be a part of their program, he said he'd had offers of a quarter of a million dollars, a million dollars, and he turned them down to become a Hawkeye. That is quite an endorsement, Tom Cakert. It is, and um, yeah, I know. Um, I know those were those were absolutely true. Um, you know, based on on some things that I'd, I'd heard uh, a, a while ago, and and I. Um, you know, the largest one was not the Alabama one. <laughs> so, leave it at that. I mean, there is another, the, the million dollar one got it, got, uh, got eliminated, I believe. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the way of college sports these days. What does it mean for obviously, uh, the, the team itself once he gets there? I mean, what are they getting in Caden Proctor? Well, you're getting a guy who I think at this point, um, you know, just coming in, it's going to be further advanced than, than say Tristan Wirfs was when he arrived on campus. Just, um, he's, he's just further along in his development. Now, will he be as good? That's up to, that's up to, uh, Kate Proctor, mm-hmm. but he's a kid who I think can come in. You know, Tristan started about midway through his freshman year, and that's certainly a very realistic for, uh, something to see with, uh, with Caden is that he can come in and, and work his way into the starting lineup uh, in his true freshman year. And I, I think his path is probably not like worse. By the end of year three, he, he has the decision to make. Yep. It's uh, a huge, huge coup in today's environment. It just feels so much different than it did even a year ago. When it felt like everything was pointing this direction, there's going to be NIL opportunities, there's going to be chances, but ultimately it's about getting the league. I mean, yeah, some money up front is good, Getting to the NFL is a different one, and getting that second contract is even bigger there. Caden Proctor, we hear about these big-time recruits and bringing guys with them, getting them to also go to the university. Xavier Wampa was able to do that. You think a guy like T.J. Hall from out in California, those guys hit it off. Now they're going to be in the same defensive backfield together. How about Caden Proctor? He's not hes not the gregarious, outgoing, big kind of personality guy that maybe a Xavier Wampa is. Could you see other people, though, joining him after his commitment? Um. Maybe uh, the the thing that I uh, I'd also say Xavier Wampa was a big reason why Caden Proctor's at Iowa. Mm-hmm. No, I think he's he's a huge reason why he's at Iowa, and um, he really impressed a lot of the recruits who talked to 
Xavier on the on the visit this past weekend. So, um, I you know the the big name out there right now uh, that they're waiting on for the offensive line is Logan Howland, uh, who's teammates with Marco Lainez, the the quarterback, and I know that they're working on him to try to solidify uh, getting him on board, and and he would be that you know fifth offensive lineman in this class. Hmm. Well, Tom, let's get to the news that came yesterday. Uh, just an amazing six-hour period of time when the rumor was yeah. out there, and then all of a sudden it became not a rumor anymore. It's a done deal. Um, so are they done, Tom? Let's let's start there. We know that the, now the, the Big Ten is now coast-to-coast. They bring in the L.A. market. Are they going to stop with UCLA and USC, or do they – you know, are they going to be aggressive? Kevin Warren said, for the time being, we are done. Does he mean it? Uh, probably not. Uh, <laughs> I think he'll, he's going to study his... I, I don't think anything would be, like, imminent. Yeah. But um, here's a question for you guys. Yesterday morning when you woke up and and somebody would have told you when you woke up yesterday that USC and UCLA were going to, by the end of... By sunset, right. they were going to be in the Big Ten yeah. in the future. I would have told you that you were insane. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, how they kept this a secret, Tom, until somebody uh, somebody leaked it to John Wilner because they wanted, all right, it's a done deal. Everybody's on the same page now. This is going to happen. Leak it to, you know, as we call him, he's kind of, and don't you think he's kind of like Paul Feinbaum of the of the Pac-12 yeah. without a TV show? Yeah. I mean, he is, he's legit, right? He's a go-to guy out he's there. dialed in. Right. And when he when he put that out there, it was all of a sudden, whoa, this is, this is coming That's from a, a, an amazingly credible source when it comes to the Pac-12. I had, in fact... I when I saw the tweet, I had to I had to look and make sure it was not a fake account. <laughs> yeah. And then I thought maybe somebody hacked Wilner. Right. I did the exact same thing. I looked for the check mark. All right, it's got thirty one thousand followers. This is the real guy. Yeah. That's the exact same thing I did at the first time. And for this to come together as quickly as oh. it is, I, I'm our landscape is changing in college athletics. But yeah, what is the negative? What, what is the negative? And and. Look, they're going to be chartering, and not just for football and basketball. With the amount of money now that all these schools are going to have, guess what? Purdue, your volleyball team, and you're going out to L.A., you're going to be able to charter that also. Soccer team, we got the money now. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to get out there just fine. What is the negative that you see, Tom? Uh, I think from the fan perspective, just it's more travel for fans. Yeah, okay. Uh, but uh, but um, and, and, yeah, I know they charter, but, boy, you know, you Maybe you got a Tuesday night game if you're uh, the basketball team at, at uh, Poly Pavilion, and that's really cool. But you also got a 9 a.m. class on Wednesday or something, and you're flying back all night. Um, it just, I, I wonder if, if that, if we're thinking about those things for the student athletes and, and keeping them in mind. Um, but, uh, this TV deal, I mean, you know, we've talked about this before. I mean, it was over $70 million right. before this. Yep. Is it going to be $100 million? Yes, maybe? yes, yes. I agree. And I, I think, would, Tom, that's the reason. Because this thing's supposed to have been done weeks ago. And we yeah. wonder and what's holding things up. The, yeah, the, the thing that I wondered right away was, boy, now we know that maybe this was the reason why everybody took a deep breath around Memorial Day and said, well, let's not finalize this TV deal quite yet. And now you can go, go to them and say, hey, look, I've got the, the L.A. market. Uh, so now you've got from C to signing C, you know, you've got from uh, from uh, uh, Venice Beach to the Jersey Shore, right? right. Uh, 
in the Big Ten. So it's it's just it's wild to me. But uh, I, I think you know the next thing is Notre Dame. That's the biggest fish out there, right? And, and don't it. you don't you give them an ultimatum, Tom? Look, if you want to be a part of this, now is the time to do it because we're going to yeah. move on without you. Notre Dame has to blink. They, I, I would think so. Um, but it just seems like they're always going to be like the last one. Oh, all right. I guess we got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to just be like the last one on the boat. And that's whatever. But I now I wonder if the SEC is going to start firing towards, uh, you know, are they going to call up Clemson and yep. Miami, Florida or Florida yep. State and see if they can pilfer those. And are you going to, are we going to be sitting here in four years with, two conferences, mega conferences with 20 numbers. And I think that's maybe where we're headed. But then the other thing, and I was listening to a couple of podcasts and they brought this up. When is, is the SEC ever going to say, hey, Vanderbilt? <laughs> don't I don't, yeah, I mean, it's ultimately going to happen, right? Isn't somebody going to be kicked to the curb ultimately? Is, is it Rutgers down the line? Yeah. Yeah. It feels like, because Tom, I don't know if you saw it. I And I've said this now for years. I think we're ending at two super conferences. Not the four that's always talked about, it's two. It's going to be the SEC and the Big Ten. I think they're going to each end up around 24 is the number ultimately that it's going to be. In that case, and you're getting to that number, sorry Vanderbilt, sorry Rutgers, schools like that where there are a few more schools that would add a little bit more. Temple got kicked out of a conference. It can happen. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, I threw this out there. This will be fun for you guys to, to kick around, too. Um, Scott Dockerman and, and I did a little podcast last night, and, and I kicked around the idea of do away with the bowl system and just do, like, bowl games, do a Big Ten SEC challenge mm-hmm. for yeah. the bowl games. And just pair them up. In that scenario, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm that, in. That's totally what it have in. to happen. Uh, so, you know who's probably going to be out in this? I mean, where would you rather go, Indy for the Big Ten championship game or SoFi Stadium? SoFi sounds good. Uh, how about Allegiant? How about Allegiant Stadium too? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's uh, that's not a well, okay. Come on, anybody can get to Vegas. Where's no, your I other agree. Go? I agree. Hanging yeah. out in Inglewood, and then you got your buddies that are down, you know, in another beach over here no, in Huntington I'm Beach, you. and yep. or we just all meet because you're, spree- you're all spread out. If mm-hmm. if you're in LA, that's true. That's true. Oh my yeah, gosh, Tom! Wild times, man. Yeah, in, in, indeed it is. So, how much is the money? Is it? Do they break a hundred million? I think that I think there's a pathway. I do. Apple wants to get back involved. All of a sudden, they want to. And don't forget about us. Uh, they want. You know, I don't know what that would be. What the leftovers? Whatever Fox doesn't want. Um, hundred million, Tom? Yeah. Fair. I yeah, I would think so. Um, I also thought of like, do you do you create like a Big Ten Red Zone channel or something at this mm. point? You know, just for football. I mean, there's going to be enough games going on, mm-hmm. and they can't all be played at different times. And I don't think everybody's going to be warm to Friday night. So let's do a Big Ten Red Zone channel and sell that That's on good. Apple TV or something. That's you know, really just, good. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's always. Uh, yeah, if Apple wants to come back to the table, then mm-hmm. that's your path to a hundred million. Wow. Wow. Tom Kaker at HawkeyeReport.com. You're, you're, you're doubling the money. Yeah. 
Uh, you are. You're Crazy. going from 54 to uh, maybe north of 100 million. And now apparently we won't know what that number is going to be until you know close to Labor Day. I would think they would want to get advance, uh, done in advance of the season, but you know what? Uh, maybe they won't. Tom, have a wonderful weekend. Um, we'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, Tom Kickard, as always. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah, good to talk to you. Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com, as we try to figure our way through this thing. So many tentacles, so many different directions. I love that idea, too. Red zone flipping over yeah. to that. If you got a bunch of games that are all in the same window. Mm. Well, we haven't even talked about the demise of the Apple Cup, for crying out loud. <laughs> well, it's still on for now. Okay. Well, locally, the demise of the Cyhawk. That's just it, man. The, the contract's done in 2025. Mm-hmm. There has not been an extension. Yeah. There has not been an agreement. No. So if they are, if if your pods come to fruition, mm-hmm. and I like Caker's idea, let the Big Ten and the SEC. Oh yeah. You know, kind of go to that pandemic end of the season, right? Well, that's the, all it'll be if they separate. If the SEC and Big Ten form their own playoff and everything else with mm-hmm. forty-eight teams. That's all you're going to play, right? So your bowl game would be nine, your ninth best team in the Big Ten, ninth best. I'd watch. Everybody would watch. It's well, content. And the other part that I think would make a whole lot of sense of the structure, and this is something we just came up with. We're just kind of talking one day here about a month back at the end of the season is you have a playoff, yeah, for your top teams, but you're also having a playoff for that next tier of teams. And mm-hmm. different kind of structures, different kind. Soccer does this all the time where you have different tournaments within. And all of a sudden, you get to a tournament. You're not winning the national championship, but you're winning some trophy. And you got the third-place team in each of these divisions from both the SEC and the Big Ten playing each other. That's inventory, people yes, watch. Yes, absolutely. You got Arkansas and Iowa playing for, I don't know, the Butt Dart Trophy. It doesn't matter what it is, pro- sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. You don't think people are showing up for that and watching that? No, and logging onto their app and betting on that? <laughs> right. Of course they are. We'll take a time out, come back, finish up the hour. We'll head to Vegas. Circus Sports Mike Palm will join us to kick off the uh, hour number two. Chris Williams. Cyclone Fanat is going to be a contributor to our program. We are certainly grateful for that relationship. He'll join us. We'll get his perspective on the uh, last 24 hours. Unbelievable. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106 Media. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Other farmers markets in the area. Uh, Norwalk's Farmer's Market goes tonight. You folks in Norwalk. Norwalk Christian Church, 4-7. to seven. Uh, You heard the spot on the Global Greens. That's such a good one, Trent. Yes. It really is. Uh, Uptown Ankeny, Farmer's Market, uh, tomorrow 9 to noon. Indianola will be live tomorrow as well. And, of course, the big one, Downtown Farmer's Market. Nick Mick, NCMIC, uh, sponsors those Farmer's Market PSAs. Well... As we muddle our way through this bad boy. <laughs> there is just so much. There really and truly is. And so many things that pop into your head. Didn't think of that angle. Yeah. What direction does this going to go? Mm-hmm. I just, I want to reiterate, in the interim, the Big 12 is going to be fine. I think it's going to be better. I said this a year ago when Oklahoma and Texas left and everybody was talking about doom and gloom and, and painting this picture that, well, you know, Iowa State and Kansas are going to end up to the Big 12, Big 10. And I became... Persona non grata over at Cyclone Fanatic because of it, that's it wasn't a realistic possibility. You know what? That's a badge of honor to get ripped well, over there. <laughs> we, we've all been at one point or the other. Even the proprietor, who will talk at 11.25, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chris Williams, he gets ripped out from time to time over there. But 
looking at this big picture and what what it is going to be, the structure that we know. The Big 12 is going to have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. The ACC is still going to have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. Until we get to the the Clemson down leaves, the road. Miami leaves, Florida right. State leaves. Until that happens, there is still a spot. And there is a spot now where, not just on the football field, and certainly on the hardwood and basketball, but financially, nobody's catching the SEC. Nobody's no, catching the Big no, Ten. They're no. on their own level. Correct, yes. But for what you have and what you could do, okay, so you're not going to have a water slide in your football complex. It'll be okay. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right on a financial avenue, mm-hmm. the NIL opportunities for your student-athletes. College sports still matter names. They still matter in Lubbock. They still matter in Morgantown. That's not going to go away. And because of that, it's going to be fine. I, I think so too, Trent. As we said at uh, 1015, I think, and I feel the same way at 1055, um, 1055 Thursday to 1055 today, the Big 12 and Iowa State are in a better place. Mm-hmm. Better place for them today. Get aggressive. Get aggressive. Yes. Get off of your you-know-what. Don't wait for them to call you. You call them and extend them. Uh, and I'm, I have to believe that that's happening behind the scenes, right? Right. Your mark, he seems like you know they hired him for a reason. Think outside the box. Okay, uh, it's, it's not going to be a slow transition into your job. Right. You've got to hit the ground running because they've got a chance to really do some good. Phoenix is a big market. And be a coast-to-coast. Yes, conference absolutely get colorado get the mountain time zone not that that's worth a ton and not that denver means anything market wise um it's a fine market it is it is it, it's but you're just adding property you're mm-hmm. adding inventory and, and ultimately colorado's decision to leave right how bad did that <laughs> they're gonna look? come all the way uh, right back right back again well and how different this could be if the six teams that were looking to leave to form the pax uh, 16 would have happened mm-hmm. yep how different would our how, structure how, be oh my gosh Maybe this be huge. Well, we know where we're at now. Kevin Warren. I think Kevin Warren answered the phone. I don't think he picked up the phone and started this. There were plenty of reports of that. The USC, in fact, was the one that You don't think it was this. Fox? Do You mm. don't think Fox got to USC first? Well, it very well could have been that. But USC made the call first to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. It was not Kevin Warren reaching out to USC. Mm-hmm. I saw two different reports of that. And Barta yesterday. found out. The ADs and the presidents of the universities found out when? This week? Did I read that right? Because this was more of a school president type of thing uh-huh. that initially started it. And there's people out there absolutely shocked that UCLA went with USC because USC is a private institution. Right. UCLA. Part of the public California school system. Right. With Cal Berkeley. All of those. And all, and those, all of yes, them. Yes, yeah. And there are many people that thought that would never happen. Mm-hmm. Here we are. But you have to bring the rival. You have to bring them. It's like Oklahoma going with Texas, in a way. But they left Oklahoma State behind. Uh Uh-huh. And people were surprised by that, too. They thought that the state legislator would never let that happen. Yeah, right. Too much money on the line. Uh, They'll blink. Well, again, going to be a fun fun period of time this next few few weeks to see how it shakes out and how much money does indeed shake out. Go out west next. We will to Las Vegas. Uh, Mike Palm is going to join us from Circus Sports. And then Chris Williams from the Big 12 perspective, Iowa State perspective. He'll join us at 1125 Claxton's Barbecue Giveaway. Ron Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.